Welcome to the Arkansas Beer Cast with Mike and Big Ray from Craft Beer Bucket List. In this episode, we'll be visiting an Arkansas brewery you have to try before you die. Hello, all you awesome listeners, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Arkansas BeerCast. I am Big Ray, and we've got Mike, and we are the hosts of Craft Beer Bucket List on this fantastic collaboration with the Arkansas Brewers Guild. And dude, today we're going to be talking about the Oxbend Brewing Company in Ozark, Arkansas. Mike, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, no, you know what? I'm doing really good. That's think, right, you are. Yeah, so pretty good. You know, sometimes that can mean rad, awesome, and then sometimes you're like, uh, pretty good. Did Not you just really, really say rad? Did yeah, dude, I love rad? the word rad. Rad. We are totally showing our age here. So yeah. uh, I'm loving it. all these 80s kids that are listening to this podcast, Mike. Like, <laughs> oh, I can totally relate to these gnarly dudes. <laughs> gnarly is another good one. <laughs> I, uh, uh, we were watching, um, He Man cartoons with the kids and, uh, you know, it was really fun seeing like Castle Gray School, and uh, you know, and, and it's, the kids are just like, "Whoa, this is so weird and awesome!" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I feel so old." It's uh, right, right, yeah, man. I haven't seen that in a very long time, right? So, but you know what I have seen, Mike, is I've seen Oxbend Brewing, yeah, at yeah, fourteen oh four West Commercial Street in Ozark, Arkansas. So, if you guys listening, passenger, type that in the GPS because you're going to Ozark, Arkansas, literally right now yeah and it, for everybody mm-hmm. traveling up and down i-40 it's right off of exit 37 37 it is exit 37 yeah man yeah so it's and like so, uh, it's literally 37 miles east of fort smith yeah so it's a what maybe a 40 45 minute drive yeah uh, so not not that far at all yeah and that's about what an hour and a half you know west of little rock uh give yeah or take. i would say yeah i think that's about right yeah. about right yeah. So it's a it's a good day trip if you're coming from Little Rock. Uh, you know, if you're coming up from the northwest corner of the state, you're being about an hour and a half as well, maybe a little longer, uh, depending on the trip down to I-49, right? Right. And so I want to make sure everybody understands that, that um, you know, this is not – so there's several breweries in the area. Well, we're going to focus on Ox Bend. You could make it a trip, like a brewery trip. I mean, because they've got Pridgen Family. They've got the Country Monks. Uh, they got Preston Rose. I mean, so there's several more in the area that you can kind of make it a, a little uh, brewery tour of that area. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. And and I, and I think it's a good idea for people. If you're going to plan out your day, I mean, obviously type Oxbend in, you know, to the GPS and uh, plan some other stops in the meantime. Grab a handful of flights and support local and all the, all the good things that we talk about so much. But you're right. T- today we're talking about the Oxbend Brewing Company. And, uh, you know, something I, I want to point out early on here, Mike, and this is something you and I just discussed before we, we hit the record button, is the location of Ozark in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, so the brewery sits very close to the Arkansas River. Um, I think there's another river. Was it the, the Mulberry River? Yeah, it's a little bit. Mulberry River is a little bit north of there. It's Coldwater River a little bit. Creek. Okay. And it sits yeah. between two sets of, uh, you know, Arkansas mountain ranges, so the, the Ouachita Mountains. 
and uh, that the Ozarks, right? So you want to know a fun fact? I do. Uh, we call it the Ozark Mountains, but they're actually not mountains. They're a plateau range. A plateau range. Yeah. And it, isn't it like the oldest set of mountains? I'm making the quotation marks in the air, but is it like the oldest mountain range, if you will, in the U.S.? Is uh, that- I, I, I don't know. It's plateau, so it's not a mountain. I don't know. Well, oh, you know uh, what I'm saying. They call them mountains, whether they are or not. I mean, everyone knows it as the Ozarks. But I thought yeah. it was like the oldest, you know, range for what they are in the U.S. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I challenge somebody to Google that if you're listening right now. Yeah. Well, but so nonetheless, it sits. You know, Ozark is along the river, uh, along I-40. It's you know to the north, very short distance. You're into the Ozarks. To the south, a very short distance. You're into the Ouachita's. Plenty of outdoor recreation stuff to do, whether it's canoeing, kayaking, hunting, fishing, hiking, uh, ATV, OHV, all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, this is like the place and uh, Ozark, Ozark, Arkansas and Oxman Brewing are like right in the center of it. Absolutely. And you know what pairs great with all of those things, Mike? Uh, I do. I do know. I want you to tell me though. Craft beer. Yes, sir. Oh, it's what a great day to be alive, Mike. I tell you what. uh, Yes, even even out on the Mulberry River paddling or you're, you know, you know, a little bit south there at Mountain Magazine uh, hiking uh, yeah, you come in Oxford right after you're done and enjoy a cold brew. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, and and so I know uh, we're gonna be chatting with, with uh, one of the owners. You want to introduce her? Yeah. So we had the opportunity to visit with Kara, and uh, before we drive on too much further, let's uh, give the listeners an opportunity to uh, hear a soundbite of Miss Kara, and we'll just introduce her. My name is Kara Bush. Um, I'm part of the owner. My husband owns the other percentage of the company. We've been in business almost three years. This December will be open for three years. Uh, we actually got going in the business because I didn't like beer and that really bothered him. And he wanted to find something that I liked and I found one that I liked that we couldn't find in Arkansas. So he brewed it for me basically. So, and with that, you know, not to get, you know, too much back and forth here, but uh, now that everyone knows who Miss Kara is, uh, let's also give her a chance to talk about the origin of Oxman, and uh, we can continue on the conversation from there, Mike. Um, it's it's not a funny story, but we had to laugh about it at this point. We opened up as Six Mile, and there was a place in Missouri that was very similar in name, and so we had to switch, and we couldn't think of anything else because we had just fallen in love with the name Six Mile. You know, we're out of the Six Mile Township, which is down the road in the Six Mile Creeks where I grew up. Uh, I'm a runner, and at the time, that was my favorite distance to run. And so Darren and I sat down, and we tried to figure out what we had in common, and that was nothing. (laughs) So we got to play on the city of Ozark, which, you know, Ozark was brewing was also taken. And so the French pronunciation, uh, French spelling is A-U-X-A-R-C, and everybody pronounces it Ox-Ark. And so we just took the Ox, and then we're here on the bend in the river, which is where Ozark gets its name. Um, it's a little bend. And so we just put together ox bend and kind of ran with it. All right. So ox bend has a, has a cool little history to it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty recent establishment overall. Um, I know when you and I, uh, went and visited, uh, you know, we're traveling down, uh, we get off the highway, we get to commercial street, we take a right. Um, so depending on where you're coming from, we could take a ride on commercial street. Um, <laughs> But, you know, like you got the Sonic on the left and you've got a couple other businesses. Uh, you and I uh, visited the Mexican restaurant kind of across the street as like well. right across the street. 
Yeah. And, and, for, and just FYI, they get terrific fajitas. Uh, you know, I know a lot of places it's, you know, they make good fajitas, but we had good fajitas. Um, but then right across from the Mexican restaurant on the right side of commercial street, uh, in, in a small little building is Oxpin Brewing. And, um, you now they, you know, you, I looked it up on Google before we went and the building looked different. It was an old picture. Now it's very obvious. It's got the signs. Um, you know, you can tell it's been retrofitted a little bit. It's got kind of an eclectic feel. Um, but I'll be honest with you. You got to be on the lookout because, um, you know, there's, there's no flashing lights. They do have a sign right on the road. Uh, it's in black and white and uh, it could be mistaken for a traffic sign. If you're not careful. Um, remember that old song, uh, from the seventies, like sign, sign everywhere, sign. Dude, oh yeah. Still... So that's what I kind of think of when I see road signs. So I kind of like, I'm probably like most people I've, you know, I kind of glance at them, but I don't read them very well all the time. Cause you, you know, unless it's something crazy, you're like, Oh, it's just another sign telling me to yield or slow down you, or whatever. But, um, anyway, so the outside of the brewery, uh, it's got a sign on it. Uh, it says Oxman brewing real big. And you walk in, you walk in and, uh, you're kind of in between two rooms to the right is kind of where some merch is. Uh, you kind of go around the corner. There's a bathroom and a brewing area to get to where the beer is. You got to kind of take a left, uh, into the, in, into the left side of the, the building into the, the, the room there. And they've got, uh, they got tables around the wall or seating around the wall and they've got some tables and whatnot. And then they got the brew, the bar. It's got like, uh, five, six seats. Right. And, uh, behind it's the, 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 the taps and whatnot. And this place is just cozy. That's what I, that's what I would say. It's just cozy. I think when that's I a good way there, to describe it. Yeah. So, so when I went, when we went in there, when I went in there, when we went in there, when I went in there, we both were there. Um, there was a couple people at the bar, super friendly. That one guy I was saying, uh, cause you and I arrived a little bit early. Um, and then we went and ate Mexican food and came back. Um, and one guy's like, I saw y'all out here earlier and I almost stopped and told you they're closed until, you know, whatever time. <laughs> and, and he just immediately started chatting like we're his best friends. And, uh, and I'm sorry, I don't remember the guy's name. So if he, if he, if you listen to this, I sincerely apologize, but sincerely the most welcoming person I probably have met in, in a brewery in a long time. I mean, this guy was just like, I think he was ready to, uh, you know, like become blood brothers or whatever he did back in the eighties too. Right. Um, but anyway, it's very welcoming, very cozy environment. Uh, and, and I, and I liked it a lot. Um, so you can find Oxman Brewing, you can go to their Facebook, which is, uh, Ox, Ox Brewing Company. Their Instagram is Ox underscore Ben underscore Brewing. And then they are also on Twitter. Uh, Kara said she doesn't use Twitter a whole lot, but they're on there. Um, but I think if you typed in Oxman Brewing, on any of those platforms, you'd come across it pretty quickly. Um, and then their hours. I want to remind everybody what their hours are. You know, actually, let's listen to Kara talk about their hours. Thursday through Friday, we're open four to nine. Saturday is two to nine and Sunday is one to six. If anybody is here later than nine or six, we stay open as long as anybody wants to stay and hang out. Uh, the beer garden is also open uh, that entire time as well. So now that we know when the brewery's open, we know what it looks like on the inside. Let's talk about a handful of the beers, Mike, that we tried while we were there. Yeah, so uh, I'd say let's let's talk about the first four. We'll take a break. 
and then we'll come back and uh, talk about the second four. Yes. So How's that sound? we kicked it off. I think it sounds great. Okay. Uh, so, so we kicked it off with uh, the Drunken Sailor, right? Yeah, and this um, was a that, good beer, I thought. Yep. Yes. That was a dark wheat beer. I think came in at 5.6% ABV. Yep. Um, but, you know, before we, we could talk about it a little bit, I mean, just a great dark beer, right? So I'm a huge fan of, of a Dunkel, one of my favorite German style beers. And uh, I don't know that I would compare their dark wheat to that, but it was a really good beer. Yeah. Uh, fantastic, fantastic beer. And, uh, but, you know, let's, uh, let's let Kara talk about that for a minute. Drunken Sailor is a dark wheat. It comes in at a 5.6 ABV. It's one of the original beers we opened up with. And every time that it's on tap, we usually sell out within a weekend. So it was the first beer that we went to wholesale with. Uh, the label is a, an old school tattoo style um, to fit in with our little drunken sailor fellow. It, it's pretty smooth. It's got just a, a hint of sweet mm-hmm. maltiness when you drink it. Uh, it's not a dark. I know don't let the dark wheat kind of scare you off. It's just it is a dark wheat, but it doesn't drink like a dark beer whatsoever. I was running and the song Drunken Sailor came on and on my headphones and I'm like, oh, it's got to be the name of a beer. And it happened to be the beer that Darren was brewing that day. And he's like, all right, let's go with it. Let's do it. And it's been the most fun name so far, I think, that we've had besides Pretty Mouth. Um, everybody comes in like, oh, I got to have a Drunken Sailor or, hey, I'm a Drunken Sailor. Let me have one of those. <laughs> uh, especially with the label. The label's been a big hit also. It's really helped kind of bring the whole from the name of the beer to the the picture that everybody kind of has to go along with it. And then the Hey Hey IPA, Mike. You know, I'm a hophead. I love the IPAs. And the Hey Hey IPA spoke to my taste, bros, dude. Did yeah, it? It did. You know, <laughs> classic IPA, true to the style. You know, some uh, yeah. nice piney notes, uh, some citrus, some nice hoppiness, and some good bitters. Coming in at 6.5% ABV. I didn't catch the IBUs on this beer, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, and yeah. so, I, yeah, for me, it was a little bit. It was a little bit dialed back on the bitterness, so it didn't seem as hoppy to me, um, which was good. I, I, I liked it um, because you know the ones that are dialed back a little bit tend to be ones I like more. Oh, sure, and it, and it speaks to a lot more folks. They tend to be a little more crushable just because they're not. They don't have that super, you know, bitter punch in the tongue, but the bitter still came through. In classic IPA stuff, but I agree it was dialed down a little bit. And uh, the purdy mouth, I, I don't know why that, <laughs> I don't know why that speaks to me. Dude, it's like purdy. Of course, we all know it's the word pretty, but they spell it, you know, how a lot of folks say it in the area, and it's purdy. Like, hey, that right there is purdy. Yeah, from the and movie, like right? The, the purdy mouth. Yeah. Well, so this this uh, is probably one of my favorite beers of theirs. Um, you know, I like stouts. I this one. Um, I'll, I'll say what I liked about this was a stout that was a little bit easier on the palate. Um, so I could probably have more than one of these. Well, maybe not. It's 8% and that's a little stout, right? It's a little stout a for little. a stout. Yeah. Um, but the taste was really dialed back a little bit. So it, it didn't punch you as much as some of these heavier uh, stouts. And I really like that. But uh, let's listen to Kara talk about the pretty mouth real quick. Purdy mouth, and and you got to say it just like in the movie. You got a purdy mouth. Uh, it's our stout that we keep on tap. I am a huge stout fan. Absolutely love my porters and my stouts. Purdy mouth is not your atypical stout to me. So if you're not a stout fan, you need to go ahead and try this one. It's it's not super thick to me. The mouth feel is is not heavy. Um, it's not super coffee or super chocolatey. 
It comes in, though, at an 8% ABV, but it drinks silky smooth. I mean, it's not heavy. It doesn't have a heavy alcohol flavor to it whatsoever. And then to round out, Mike, our, our, first, four, our first four beers, uh, we had the Arkansas Pharaoh, an Egyptian-style beer. You know, this one was the most unique to me. So, um, you know, it's, it's brewed on dates, um, which is pretty unique. And I thought the flavor was unique. Um, and I'd like to go back to Kara real quick and let her talk about the Arkansas Pharaoh. Uh, it's brewed on dates. It's called uh, the Arkansas Pharaoh, and it's a huge hit. Um, it, it's got a sweetness coming from those dates, but it is absolutely the perfect summer beer uh, nice malty finish. It's crisp. It's clear. It's got a beautiful sun yellow color. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a big hit. And so, Mike, there we have it. We're rounding out our first four. Uh, so, I think at this point, you know, let's take a, a quick pause, and we'll come back in just a moment. Ray, you and I both love to travel. Something I love to do is visit national parks uh, and state parks. Right? Sure. Sure. What's your uh, what's one of your favorite parks? So my favorite park is Yellowstone. I yeah. absolutely love it. It's a pretty iconic place. park. Yeah. Very iconic. What's your favorite national park, Mike? I, I, I got to say it's probably the Grand Canyon. Uh, it's just the, the feeling you get when you look out across it is just amazing. It's incredible. Um, right. But so the reason I'm bringing this up is I, I just want to uh, cue everybody in to a, a very cool nonprofit initiative called Parks and Pints. P-A-R-K-S-N-P-I-N-T-S. So Parks and Pints, it's combining our love for beer and combining our love for parks. They do a lot of different things to raise money to conserve, educate, and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to encourage everybody to go check them out. Uh, you can buy swag and support their cause and all that kind of stuff. It's at Parks and Pints on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And visit parksandpints.com. And welcome back, everybody. Mike, I have a sound that I think you'll enjoy here before we dive into these next four beers. You ready for this? Uh, yeah. Ah, so you're on the beer number two for the night, huh? Uh, I am. What do you I have am. there? So I'm going with the Easy Street of Pilsner. Oh, that's a cr- yeah, that's a crowler I got that's you. The, the crowler, yes. You know it, yeah. man. Yeah, so. there you go. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, we're right. we're about to talk about that one here in a second. So I, I'm especially interested to hear what you say. Um, oh, absolutely. All right. So the fifth beer we tried while we were there was Brew Therapy, which is the strawberry limeade beer, and this is a summer beer, man. And this is made for summer. I thought it tasted really fine, but I want to cut to Kara to, to tell us a little bit about it. So brew therapy is one that we came out with when we first opened because everybody was coming in here on that family night and they're like, this is our therapy. And, it, you know, a good summer beer, they wanted something to go along with it. And so this is a strawberry lime beer. Um, it is the iconic beer of the summer, I guess, you know, super fruity, uh, not overly sweet with the fruit, but you can definitely taste it. But it has the same... Um, Bill Grain as the Egyptian beer, minus the dates. So it's not finished on the dates. Instead, it's got the strawberry and the lime with it. This is our third year for brew therapy. It goes really, really fast. And you have two options when drinking it. Drinking it plain, which is the way I prefer it. Or we have um, strawberries that are in syrup and a fresh lime wedge that you can add to it. Yeah, and absolutely a fantastic beer. 
But moving on, Mike, you know, the, the this crawler I just opened, the Easy Street, they're yeah. pills uh, coming in at 3.8% ABV. Dude, total, total crushable beer. Uh, very Ooh, true yeah. to the style. You know, Pilsners, I mean, usually aren't my go-to style of beer, but man, in summertime when it's hot, I love these so much. They're just so light and and crushable, you know, usually a little bit more, you know, carbonated. Uh, so just crisp and refreshing. And man, I love these. And uh, where it's, you know, cooled off just a little bit uh, for whatever this weekend. Um, still, you know, our heat index is in the 90s. And this is just uh, a beer I would just want to put down. You know, when so, we had it at the brewery, I, I thought it was really well done, um, crisp and crushable um, and, and easy on the tongue. Like it had a softness on the tongue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, it was very, it's very, it's very good. Um, and then we moved on and we had the lemon drop. Lemon drop, right. Um, which is their version of a shandy. It's not a true shandy of sorts. Uh, it's a, it's a 6% ABV and, it, you know, it's on lemon pills and all that. But I tell you what, we got a couple of clips of Kara talking about the Easy Street and the Lemon Drop. Let's cut to both of those, and then we'll come back and wrap it up with the Key Lime Pie. Easy Street's really actually what opened the doors here. Meisman um, was brewing the beer, like I said earlier, trying to find one for me to like. I just didn't like beer, and the one that I finally my heart settled on was um, one from Carbach years and years ago. It was Bourbon Barrel Hell, Hellfighter. 14% beer uh, was more like whiskey than beer, basically. Um, but his nephew at the time was getting married and he wanted a beer like Michelob Ultra. And Darren's like, I don't brew that. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, you do. It's your nephew. He's getting married. You're going to brew it. And so Easy Street was born. We take it to the wedding and we had three kegs that we took. Um, and Easy Street blew so fast. And we saw the other two kegs and everybody's like, no, we want some more of that Easy Street. And so we have a picture up there, of course, on the bar of the first brewing of the Easy Street and at his at the wedding. And so that was really our flagship beer. It's a super easy drinker. It's a 3.8% ABV. It's a Pilsner. Um, it's really, it's it's a lot like drinking water, yeah. you know, after you've had other craft beers and the heavier beers. But for those, in, especially in Ozark, because they're new to the craft beer scene, it's what somebody that drinks in is going to be drinking Bud Light or something like that that may not be a craft beer fan, but you get them in the door. That gives them something that they can kind of start drinking and then the next time they come back, we can get them to try something different, you know. So that's what we use Easy Street for. Okay, so now you've got Lemon Drop, which is kind of y'all's version of a shandy. It is, and this is my favorite beer that we have on tap besides brew therapy currently. Uh, it's it's brewed on lemon peels, uh, and we don't mix it, which would make it a true shandy because we just fell in love with the beer the way it is. It's a 6% ABV, but it sure does not drink like a 6% ABV. It's super, super smooth. Uh, great lemony flavor. Um, to be careful with that one being a 6% though. Uh, but it drinks more like about a 4% beer. And it's it's super popular. This is the second time we've come out with it and everybody asked when we ran out, hey, can you get some more of that? Can you make some more of it? Um, we, we did mix, we took half of half the barrel and we mixed it as, as a true shame. We just liked it so much better not mix it. It's really almost the perfect beer. And then what a great way to round this out, Mike. Like you said, a couple minutes ago, you mentioned that key lime pie beer. I'm a huge fan of key lime pie. And I, I love <laughs> it when uh, I can get those flavors in a beer. And a lot of times, you know, we see a key lime pie in a in a sour or, yeah. a, or a gose. Mm -hmm. This is a fall ale yeah. coming in at 4.9%. And uh, this is another one. Let's uh, let Kara talk about this one just a little bit. Not something you're going to get anywhere else. This is a key lime pie beer. Uh, now it has key key lime, and then it also has graham cracker in it. 
the one thing I didn't anticipate with graham cracker is, uh, I guess graham crackers have cinnamon in it. So cinnamon came through pretty strong as the, the cracker flavor. Um, to me, it's a phenomenal, more fall beer, but man, it is tasty. It's a key lime pie in a glass. Uh, it's also at 6.5% ABV. I think. No, I lied to you. It's a 4.9. 4.9. And uh, you're exactly right. The, the graham cracker comes on pretty strong. That's, that's, that's an interesting beer. It is. You're not going to get any that like it anywhere else. Uh, super cool. Every time we put it on tap. What we, we did, we had uh, six different um, kegs of this one. And so we'll put it on for a little bit and we'll pull it back off. Just because it's really a special beer. Um, it's something that we want everybody to be able to have a little bit of a taste of. And so we keep it on for a bit and we'll pull it back off. And the as it ages, it just gets better. So that was really eight solid beers. And for a microbrewery, the, you know, the, the, a smaller scale um, for a hometown, that's a really solid selection. And they've got more beyond that. So they've got some stuff they rotate in and out. But when we were talking to Kara, something that I really liked about um, you know, their approach to being a part of the community is uh, having events and whether these are events specifically for the brewery or events for the community, you know, and they talk about being a part of the community a lot. And I really love that. Um, let's go to Kara real quick as she talks about uh, events at the brewery. We are a very family oriented establishment and it really surprises people when they come in when they're not used to the brewery. Um, we are pet friendly as long as the pet is friendly. Um, we have games for play, people to play and bring their kids. We have a wonderful beer garden out back. We have Bago. We have a large Jingo board out there. I think there's eight tables, uh, lots of shade, nice grass area. We're working on putting in um, horseshoe pits. We have a Bago tournament that we do uh, once a year. And then also Thursday nights here, are what we call family nights. And it actually started when the pandemic hit and we shut down. Our regulars really were missing it and they were struggling and kind of going through a really rough time and a depression time. And so we started gathering together as a family and we all were isolated and only around each other. So we knew that we were safe to do it. But it started where we would bring food and we'd bring drinks and just had a lot of fun. And so when we got to open back up, it just stayed as Thursday night as family night. And so Thursday night's here. If you ever want to check it out, it's a great time. Usually there's no parking because everybody drives in parks all around and even a couple of blocks down. But come on in, there's usually seating, especially with the large outside area that we have. Okay. So the other thing that you and I like when we go into places, is we like to look at the merch. And uh, yeah, buddy. We, we, I don't want to say we judge a brewery by its merchandise, but you want to make sure it's got the normal selection of merch. Like you got to have a hat, right? Got to have a shirt, Absolutely. Um, a pint glass, um, stickers, you know, and, and I don't know, nothing. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if anything disappoints me more than going to a brewery and they don't have stickers. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah. And, and so um, we walked in and you immediately, you know, cause you walk in and you kind of look a little bit glance to the right and you see some of their merch. And they've got all kinds of different stuff. They've got, you know, hats. Uh, picked you up a hat. Uh, you like the hat, I guess? No, I'm, I'm, yes. Okay. Um, you're I like a hat. The hat you, pick, Mike, you picked out a hat for me while I was literally right there next to you. Oh, I know. What I'm saying, though, is you're a hat guy. <laughs> you like the hat, right? Uh, yes, of course. Okay. I did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and um, I got a pint glass. Um, and like I, ha I have a, probably like a lot of people listening and, and you as well. It's like, you know, I got a million of these things, but. You know, right. I, I thought it was cool looking pint glass. So I added it to my collection, but they have a good selection of merch. Right. 
And they also have a mug club. And, you know, a mug club is uh, you pay a, a certain amount, you get your own mug, you get some benefits that come along with that. And, but even if you're not in mug club, you can have a similar style mug that you can purchase there. So here's Kara talking about the merch they have and the mug club real quick. We have t-shirts and we have caps. We have stickers. We have three different sizes, small, medium, and large. We like the large for anybody that's coming through that's kayaking to put it on the big old kayak so you can see them floating in the mulberry. We also have uh, logo glasses and we finally have our growlers, 32 ounce and 64 ounce back in stock. We've been out for about six months. Very excited to have those back. And moving right along, I'm going to talk about Oxband and, and, you know, they, I like again, where they're located. And you talked about this at the beginning of the podcast, Mike, mm-hmm. there's a lot of outdoorsy type stuff to do in and around Ozark. Right. And if you're into fishing, the Arkansas river is known for catfishing. It's a big deal. Right. Uh, you can stop by the brewery, you know, pick up a couple sixers, put on the boat with you and go bring in a couple <laughs> of 20 pound, you know, channel cats. And, uh, because why not? Right. Beer and fishing are synonymous. Um, and again, we talked about, you know, paddling down or, or kayaking down the Mulberry river. Uh, yeah, and they've got, they've got visit. a, they got a music festival up around, I forget exactly where it's at in the Mulberry river, but there's a pretty, pretty big music festival going on there in September. And I oh, think they excellent. do it a couple of so, times a year. Well, there you go. I yeah. mean, beer and music festivals also synonymous. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, for and again, back to the outdoorsy stuff, Mike. Uh, Mount Magazine is not that far away from Ozark, and I believe that's the highest point in Arkansas. Dude, it is, so and I recently visited there. Right, so it's a uh, destination. It's a yeah. place to go. And again, the the breweries there. You know, I would I would suggest go to Mount Magazine, do your thing out there, and then come. You're gonna be thirsty. Stop in at Oxbane, grab that Pilsner. You right. know, or whatever else you might want and uh, enjoy a beer. Right. Um, so I'm a huge fan of that. Um, but I'm, I want to cut to Kara real quick and let her talk some about that stuff as well. And then uh, when she's done with that, I want to talk about some food options in the area. If you're an outdoor enthusiast, this is the great place to be. We have Highway 23, which is the pig trail. Um, we have the Mulberry River. Great time of the year to float right now. We have um, all of the hiking trails up Highway 23. We have... Um, Mount Magazine, which isn't too far from here, Devil's Den. Also, while you're in Ozark, um, go check out the historic bridge and the old jail. It's the oldest building in town. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, Lots of outdoor stuff to do here. While you're in town also, you can go and you can check out the um, historical. It's just down from the jail. I can't think. Oh, the, the train depot. It is absolutely beautiful right on the river. All right, so food. Mike, anyone that's ever heard anything that I'm in, everyone knows that Big Ray's a foodie. Uh-huh. And uh, so one thing I enjoy is here at Oxbin, if you're in the mood for a good pie, and by pie I mean pizza, uh, check out some pizza. of their offerings. So we didn't have anyone we visited, but the nice guy that you mentioned was getting down on some pizza pie and enjoying some pie. beers. Yeah. So uh, I would say give that a shot. But if you're not in the mood for pizza, right, I'm not, and I'm not trying to steer anybody away from Oxbin, but there are a lot of options available in the area, right? right. So there is a, a Thai steakhouse just up the road. Um, Ozark Burger Company is also just up the road. Um, that, so the, the guy, 
the guy at the bar that was uh, that we met that was eating the pizza also mentioned Ozark Burger Company, uh, yeah. and he said it. And again, um, we, we ate was it uh, El Puerto? El Puerto, the, yeah. So that's what we had. I had fajitas. I don't remember what you had. I had fajitas. Uh, but he he mentioned there's the Ozark Burger Company and like a, there's a River Barbecue, Town River Barbecue, Rivertown Barbecue, one of those. Right on. And, uh, you know, there's also an Italian restaurant uh, just right there as well. So uh, all I'm getting at is there's a lot of food options nearby. So depending right. on what beer you get, what you want to pair it with, you have plenty of options available. And for a small town like Ozark, you know, a great centrally located place, they have a lot of options available. And again, all of those pair with your favorite beer from Oxfam. And I so think... Uh, just to kind of let everybody know, I think uh, the the Mexican restaurant across the street. I think uh, it was either the guy or, or Kara had mentioned that they'll deliver if they're if, you know if they're not too busy, they'll deliver across the street. No, yeah. it's a win win. Yeah, I can't beat that. Get some stick. of those fajitas. You know, get some chicken and steak fajitas uh, with the beer. Can't can't go wrong with that. So okay, so it's come down to the point where we talk about everybody's favorite beer, Ray. Absolutely right. So I want to cut to two clips first before we come back. This first clip is Kara talking about her favorite beer. And the second clip is Kara talking about Darren's favorite beer. Now, Darren's her husband. They're the co-owners. So again, Kara's favorite beer. And then she's going to tell us what she thinks Darren's favorite beer would be. My favorite beer is one that's not on tap right now. It's called Runner's Recovery. Uh, It's my favorite because it's got protein. Um, I love running. I uh, do CrossFit. I'm training currently for triathlon, so I work out a lot. I asked Darren for a recovery beer. I wanted something that would make me not feel like I was blowing all of that working out by drinking it. And so when Runner's Recovery is on tap, it's got about five grams of protein per glass. Um, it's it's a it's not a stout. It's a porter. Uh, super thick mouthfeel, though, so it's creamy. Uh, it's great on nitro when I can talk him into actually getting it on nitro. We have a nitro tap that we hook up every drink once in a while. So that one's my favorite. Special place in my heart. Uh, his favorite is Drunken Sailor, and the Arkansas Pharaoh is probably slowly taking over. Uh, the Drunken Sailor, though, he, he loves any wheat beer. He's a big wheat beer. He, like his hef- he likes his heffies also. So Drunken Sailor's been, that's, and when he's here, usually if it's on tap, that's what he's got. The Arkansas Pharaoh, though, because he's put so much time and effort into that recipe, I think it's slowly taken over. Mike, now it's time for you to tell us your favorite beer. This is so hard, um, mostly because I really want to say the Purdy Mouth Stout, and it is good, and I like it a lot. But I'm going to have to defer to the Pilsner, the yeah. uh, the Easy Street Pilsner, the, the one that you're. Are you still drinking it, or is it gone? Uh, it's a crawler, dude. Yeah, it's going to take me a couple minutes <laughs> to go through that. <laughs> well, but, you, but, uh, but you're a bit, you're, you're usually a quick drinker, so no, that's um, true. The Easy Street Pilsner, I think. So I like the, the Pretty Mouth. Period. The Easy Street Pilsner is something that I could have in so many different situations, and it's so drinkable, so soft on the tongue, it sits so light on the stomach, tastes really on point. I'm going to go with the Easy Street Pilsner. That's my final answer. No, there you go. What about you? So for me, it was kind of a toss up, you know, between the the, the key lime pie. Uh, that was a really, really good beer. I enjoyed that, but I'm an IPA guy. So I'm going to say my favorite here of the eight was the Hey Hey IPA. 
Um, I really enjoyed that. Again, I, I or it's not wasn't quite as hoppy as what I prefer. It was still really good. Um, you know, very crushable. Uh, it, it had the, the hoppiness that I liked. Again, had the bitters, had the pininess in, in those citrusy notes. So for me, it was a, a very well crafted IPA, and uh, that was my favorite. Well, you know, uh, I, I think overall, uh, it's a good selection of beer. Um, something that Kara had mentioned is, you know they've got some pretty straightforward beers because they're folks that are coming in um, are pretty straightforward people. And I think they're doing exactly um, what the clientele need and want. And I'm going to celebrate that because I think a couple of these beers uh, are on point uh, for me. And I think the other ones are, are pretty good across the board too. I mean, you know, you liking the, Hey, Hey, mints that says a lot about an IPA to me when Ray likes it. No, absolutely. Hey, I appreciate that. Yeah. So. so, but you know, it's about the time, Mike, where we look to start wrapping up the episode that we're working on for the Arkansas Beer Cast. And again, we're talking about Oxman Brewing. Uh, just a friendly reminder, they're located at 1404 West Commercial in Ozark, Arkansas, 72949. You can find them on Facebook at Oxman Brewing Company, Instagram at Ox underscore Bend underscore Brewing. They're on Twitter at Ox underscore Bend. And they're also on Untapped. But again, like you said, if you just type in Oxbin um, in your Google search bar, your Bing, your Apple Safari, what, whatever browser or, or search engine you're looking for, type in Oxbin, they're going to come up for you. And uh, a fantastic little spot. I, I love breweries like this. Uh, they're doing their thing. And uh, be sure to look them up online. Double check their hours before you plan that road trip because things change. And so often breweries post it straight to social media. So do your homework before you go. And uh, man, Oxman, what a fantastic little spot, Mike. I'm glad we got to go and experience that. You know, and I agree. I think that overall it's a, it's, I would classify it as a small town brewery for the small town, right? I think, I think Ozark is a cute, quaint little town. Uh, like we said, it's situated very nicely uh, along the Arkansas River between the Ozarks and the Ouachita's. I really think Oxman is doing exactly what they need to be doing. You know, they've got the, the, the right beer selection. They've got the right atmosphere. Um, the, you know, the, the bartender was really nice. Kara was incredibly nice and welcoming. Uh, you know, we had several uh, very nice welcoming folks. At By the time we left, the, the tap room was pretty full. Everybody was super nice. And, and so I think everything, it's, it, they've got the recipe down and they're doing a really good job at it. And, uh, you know, I visited a second time here recently, uh, picked up some crawlers, um, you know, gave them, gave them out to some friends and then had a couple for myself. I, I really think they're doing everything right, man. And I really enjoyed getting the no Kara, um, getting the no, again, the gentleman at the bar. I feel so bad. I can't remember his name, but, uh, excellent dude. Um, I, I just really liked my experience there and I'm, it makes my heart melt. I don't know if that's the right word. It makes my heart proud that, you know, we can still have those experiences because uh, we went in there as new people, like nobody knew us. Right. No. Absolutely and, not. and, you know, so we're the tourists, right. And people were incredible. And that's what I loved about it. I'll let you take it out from here. Absolutely. So I want to say thank you to everybody listening to the Oxman episode of the Arkansas beer cast. While you're at it, be sure to check out our other episodes. And also, I have to say thank you to the Arkansas Guild of Brewers for this collaborative endeavor. And while you're online in the social medias, be sure to check out hashtag drink AR beer. 
So please, please, please remember to never drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch y'all on another episode of the Arkansas Beer Cast. Adios! Thank you for joining us on the Arkansas Beer Cast. Be sure to explore more episodes and get your brewery passport stamped as you discover all the breweries of Arkansas. The Arkansas Beer Cast is a collaborative project with the Arkansas Brewers Guild and Craft Beer Bucket List. You can find the Arkansas Brewers Guild at arkansasbrewersguild.com and we encourage you to find Craft Beer Bucket List wherever you get your podcasts.